Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Ah, uh, Mr. Caldine, Mr. Caldine. Yes, sir? Now now that moving pictures are, uh, are going to be featuring the voices of the actors, how do you feel uh, you're, you're, you'll do in regards to adapting to this new media? Well, the problem, Mr. Rob, is that most of the actors we've had for a very long time sound like dogs. You don't say? They sound just like dogs. They can't say words right. They sound terrible. Their voices are not practiced. So we're going to hire other people to do the words. Oh my goodness, so you tell me that the, the the great Humphrey Bogart is not doing his own line? The man sounds like a dog. What kind of dog would you say? A Pomeranian. Really not great. Uh, wow, I was expecting like a Mastiff. He's so manly, you but would a Pomeranian, think, you, you would say. think. No, he's got a tiny, shrill little voice of a man. I guess that's just how Hollywood works. That's showbiz. Yeah, that, that, I'm honestly extremely worried about the state of moving pictures in this world. I think the people aren't quite ready for it. <laughs> I think they're going to honestly freak the fuck out. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> We're smoking cigars. <laughs> yes, yes we are, and drinking a brandy. This has been Zachary Robb with Fast Talking Times. I like the Fast Talking Times. I like the fast talking times yeah. too. I gotta say, you ain't got time to wait around for all that news in the world. You need the yeah. fast talking I mi times. I, I miss that transatlantic accent. It's a there's good one. It's a good. There's one. something about it that's just like, oh, wherever the time's gone. Why, hello. It's that. It's the the Legend of Korra recap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the the it was it the uh, Empire City of Fire Ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> Last time on The Legend of Korra. You know, the film projector like sound playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah. Get some very some very quiet, sort of uh, quick uh, staccato piano. Yeah. Yeah, the player piano sort of, yeah. sort of vibes. Very good. That very sort good. of tinny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hell yeah. Hey, Griffin, what's going on? Hi, Zach. Uh, it's good. It's you're Zach, and I'm Griffin, and this is another episode of our Multiversal Pet Shop. Yes, of Zach and Griffin's yeah. Multiversal Pet Shop. Yeah. Where we start off with some dumbass bit that I normally just chuck Griffin to the deep end of and hope uh, he swims. And some, sometimes I swim and sometimes I sing. Uh, but sometimes you sing. Ooh. <laughs> Beautiful, darling. Oh, thanks, um, darling. But, uh, yeah, we're back with another episode. Um and you know we were thinking about oh goodness what um what we want to do what we want to yeah. do today you know what have we what have we not done in a while yeah and that's you know what we've really uh, been having to you know to think about and um it hit us mm -hmm. like a ton of bricks really mm -hmm. right and we haven't lap. dunked we haven't dunked on some fucking Pokemon in so long we haven't torn them to shreds in a minute. We haven't ripped them apart in so long, Griff. Folks, it's shitty Pokemon number eight. Number eight. This is Gen 8, which I don't even know what that fucking region is called. Uh, it's Galar. 
I'm pretty sure. Galore. Gala Galar. It's G A L A R. Shitty Pokemon Galore. <laughs> this is the British one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, there's a British Isles? This is like, yeah, in recent memory, in recent Pokemons, they've been loosely theming the the zones off of like real world cultures and things like that. Um, and this one, I'm pretty sure, is all like British Isles, Scotland, things like that. Like, look up the char oh. look up the Gen Eight uh, uh, player characters. Uh, there, yeah. Here, I'll just I'll post it to you real quick. This is the this is the lady. Th look at look at her. That's pretty British. That's a, that's a Scotland right there. That is a a a, a, yeah, a, a British femme person. She's ready to go play golf. I love that. Oh, that and her name is Gloria. Yes, it's Gloria and Gloria Victor. and Victor. Yeah. Ah, ah! Have you not? Have you not taken the the go goat out for a for a for a grave? Aye, ma, I'll do it later. Gloria, do what I say. Ah, ma. Ah, don't ma me. <laughs> But yeah, it's shitty Pokemon. This was Sword and Shield, I think. Yeah. Um, where they uh, one of the legendaries is just a knockoff of the Great Grey Wolf Sif from Dark Souls. Yeah. It's just a dog with a sword in its mouth. Look, look, dog with sword in mouth. Yeah, is used wildly. That's but a, yeah. The, that's a Dark Souls. I'm just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah. Now but, I will uh, say, dog with shield for a chest is is a new concept. So like, well, neither of them apparently actually come with those things. No. Like when you when you catch them, they're just dogs. Yes. One has a pretty braid <laughs> on it. It looks like, um, uh, and the other one is just a doggo yep. that looks very angular. <laughs> and then you give them a sword or a shield, and then they're like, cool. Yes. Yeah, it's just just doggo. They're just doggo until, yeah, it's like, hi, do you like Pokemon? Bye, doggo. Sword and shield, not included. Exactly. Oh, God. Now, this will be fun, Zach, because I, I I am the more, I think, uh, uh, well-played Pokemon trainer between yeah, the two no, of us. I, the last time I think I played a full Pokemon game was maybe Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. So um, that was back when, like, just, like, the regular DS was out. Right. Uh, but we're at the point now where this is this is past what I have played. I have not played Gen 8. So oh, man. Pokemon super fans out there, um, I have we have no emotional attachment to any of these Pokemon. So if we dunk on your favorite, suck it up. Yeah. Um, now, is this uh, after Pokemon started coming out for the Switch instead of like I Game think, Boys and I stuff? I think this was the first one to come out on the Switch. At least gotcha. the first like new gen game to come out on the Switch. Because awesome. they did oh. like I think like let's go po let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu. Yeah. They did Legends Arceus. Um, they did uh, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl on the Switch. But I think this was the first like new gen of Pokemon to come out on the Switch. Gotcha. So we're in Switch territory now. We're in the Switch territory, gang. We're in the Switch zone, yeah. which is where I happen to make my residence. When I eventually have a Switch, I'll have to play some new newer Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm giving. I got. I bought myself a new Switch as a early birthday present because uh, there's a really cool Tears of the Kingdom model that came out for the new Zelda oh, game. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. So I'm gonna be uh, sending Zach my old Switch. 
Yeah, I've never had a Switch. And before. we can play like Animal Crossing or something. We can play like Animal Crossing together. Yes, buddy. we can have a little <laughs> island. <laughs> gonna be so- hey, we've we, we've played video games together where we've gotten very domestic. Yep. I have no idea what you and I playing Animal Crossing will turn into. When it's only like domestic things you can do, yeah. Yeah, when it's yeah when uh, you're not going into the woods and you know hunting, hunting boars yeah. and, and <laughs> <laughs> hunting boar and killing fucking uh, uh, tree things. Yep. It's gonna be a lot of me picking out cute outfits and uh, and like planting apple trees yes and then and then uh uh, overloading the economy on the stock market yeah there you go all right well should we shit on some pokemon let's dunk on these fucking pokemon zach okay so this first pokemon is just a fucking apple with a worm (laughs) in it (laughs) yeah so this is applin or the apple the or the apple core pokemon i almost I almost want to commend the design. Almost. Okay. For like what about for, it? for like Spe- for like the evolutions. Oh, because okay. I'll give it this. It's unique. I guess. It is stupid though. So yeah, we're looking at an apple and like, you know, the back end of it you kind of see the end of a worm sticking out, but out of the top of it, you know, like where you'd see like, you know, like the classic, like the stem with the two little leaves sticking off yeah. of it. Like in any time you see an apple in any cartoon ever. Right. Um, instead, it's like these two like eye things, like little eye stalk guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Applin's a small worm-like Pokemon with a light green body and a dark green underside. Its head is round with two pink nostrils. Above its head are two large leaf-like eye stalks, which house its two small black eyes. These eye socks give the apple its uh, uh it lives in the appearance of having a stem <laughs> with leaves. Hey. Applin also has two uh, thin hairs on the tip of its tail, as well as two stubby forelimbs, which are usually hidden inside the apple. I can kind of see that, yeah. Applin is both the lightest and shortest dragon-type Pokemon. Yeah, it's a dragon-grass type. It's a dragon-grass type. Uh, Its abilities are ripen or gluttony, (laughs) and its ability is bulletproof. What the fuck? Yeah, oh, that's, that's one of the abilities bullet- it can get, yeah. Yeah. Bulletproof. Nothing to lose. I'm an apple. <laughs> as soon as it's born, it burrows into an apple that looks like a lepa berry, which serves as a home, food source, and protection against preying bird Pokemon. So it eats its is- house? It eats its house. Huh. 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 The apple is prevented from rotting thanks to Applin's body fluid, which also strengthens the fruit's rind. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the flavor of the apple determines which evolution Applin will evolve into. Oh. If if Applin runs out of apples to eat or if it is separated from its apple, its body (laughs) will lose moisture and it will become dehydrated and weak. Since Applin hides inside an apple, it is sometimes mistaken by a whoa frugivorous noibat for food. I'm looking up. I that do word. love noibat. I'm assuming uh, only you got it, Zach. It was frugivorous. Oh, nice of an Good animal me. feeding on fruit. There you go. Uh, in Galar, yeah, Galore, Galar. Uh, it is a custom to give an applin as a romantic gesture. No, what the fuck? No. Hey, I love you. Here's this apple with a worm in it. Hi. Darling, I know we've been together for almost four years now, and I think it's time to take our relationship to the next level. 
I would like to give you this apple with a worm in it. As a sign oh of my, my love. Oh, honey, you shouldn't have. You're correct. I really shouldn't have. Apparently, Applin and its evolutions are the only known Pokemon that can have Ripen as an ability. What does Ripen do? Doubles the effect of held berries when eaten in battle. Huh, it makes, it makes berries better. Alrighty. So... It's got yeah, so there it's got two evolutions. So I guess it's not it turns into this one and then into a next one. It's either or. Yeah. So the first one is called Flapple. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and so it's like the you know the apple core is kind of broken open like an egg, <sighs> and so the worm's like this little dragon guy. This sucks, Zach. I know. Flapple is a green, worm-like dragon Pokemon with a lichen on its yellow eyes. It uses parts of the apple to form its body. The top part of the apple sits atop of its head with a single horn sticking out. It does. Out. It's like the, poked through yeah. the apple core. The bottom of the apple is attached to its tail, and the sides are attached to its limbs, which have three fingered hands, allowing them to act as wings. Flapple's cheeks store acid strong enough to induce chemical burns and corrode metal. I'm sorry? It can attack by spitting this acid at its targets. It is also uh, able to disguise itself as an apple by folding its wings. Oh, my God. Flapple repairs the apple on its body by using its apple, its body fluid. What is going on with these worms and their bodily uh, fluids that make them just know. so good to be inside of apples? Flapple with clay-colored apples are generally stronger than its peers and have won many battles. Okay. Flapple is the only known Pokemon capable of learning the move Grav Apple. Grav Apple. Uh, sure. I think I'm looking at the screenshot for the move. I think it just drops an apple on someone's head a la Newton. It's, it's a gravity apple. Yeah. When exposed to Gigantamax energy. I do know this one. It is. I'm pretty sure it's Gigantamax. You know how Gigantamax. You know how X and Y had like mega evolutions? Yeah. This is the new gag in this one. It's Gigantamax, where the Pokemon Gigantamax. just gets really, really big. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Flapple's body changes, becoming larger and stouter. A giant apple engulfs most of its body, leaving only its head, neck, and tail exposed. Its leaf-like eye stalks stand up straight, and it has a piece... Oh God, that's pretty bad. That's Gigantamax Flapple, and it has yeah, and has the piece of the apple covering its head with yellow carvings on it resembling nostrils. <laughs> its cheeks are rounded, and it hangs its mouth open, letting its red tongue loll out. Loll out, tongue. Blah. Blah. Its neck becomes uh, taller and stretches upward, uh, while its tail becomes elongated and wraps around the base of the apple. Three red clouds float around its neck. Gigantamax Flapple and Appleton are physically identical. What? So no matter okay. which evolution it goes into, if it goes Once mega. Once Gigantamax yeah. happens, yeah. God. Apparently Gigantamax Flapple produces huge amounts of sweet nectar, which overflows from the top of its apple. <laughs> the nectar's intense aroma pours out when it uh, stretches its neck. And this aroma is so sweet, it can cause other Pokemon to faint. Good lord. <laughs> Good. All right. And then it's got his other one, uh, which is Appleton. Yeah, let's speed through Appleton. Yeah, Appleton. Dragon Knight Pokemon. Uh, I, yeah, this motherfucker, it just looks like a big, fat dragon with, like, pie crust on its butt. Yeah, it's, like a, on its it's an apple pie dragon. Yeah, it's just an apple pie dragon. Ugh. 
And it but apparently yeah, wanna... only, it learns the move Apple Acid. I love that they weren't creative enough to come up with a, a Gigantamax Appleton. Like, it's the same thing. Oh, it's as the, the same gig- one. It'll be fine. It'll be... It's like, yeah, why... So it needs to have two separate evolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it going to have two different Gigantamax evolutions? No. no. <laughs> what? Don't worry. Don't worry about, about it. It's a, Don't worry about it. They're not going to be looking farther than the fact that this is a dumb apple dragon. It's a dumb apple dragon. Um, And you know what? We don't salute you. I'm already seeing the market here on, like, exploiting these things and using them to make, like, you know, intense, like, apple ciders and, you know, based using the different types of appleins to you know enhance the flavor of the apples i was gonna say something along the lines of using that crazy ass aroma sweet nectar shit as like knockout gas Ooh, yeah yeah are they like they're forcing fucking flapples to gigantamax so they can harvest the nectar yeah they've got like a whole team on standby because the gigantamax doesn't last a long time that seems like a Team Rocket sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Or or whatever the fuck they're called. In they're like this one. Team Yell or something. What? They're like very, uh, they're like punks, Zach. Hang on. It's quite bad. <laughs> Here. They're called Team Yell. Team Yell? Yeah. That's a dumbass <laughs> name. The Yell Gang? Yeah. That's bad. God, that sucks. Okay. Sword, Sword and Shield does not have the best reputation. God, that sucks. All <laughs> right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, this Apple Pokemon sucks ass. Let's eat it. Just eat the apple. Crouch. Uh, up next, Zach, we have Sinisty. Sinisty. Well, I th- yeah, I think it's like if you're saying sinister, but it's T. Sinisty. Sinisty. It's, it's a little teak. It's a little. It's fucking chip from Beauty and the Beast. It it has a little chip in it. it. It's a little teacup with some with its brain inside. Ugh. I don't know, but it's a little teacup with a little face on it, and it's got some liquid in it. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a ghost type, so I'm sure the story is gonna be fucking wild. Yeah. Sinisty is a Pokemon said to be created when a lonely spirit possesses a cold leftover cup of tea. Oh my god. Gang, Pokemon Company, we can't keep doing this. Yeah, the ghost ones have horrible implications. Yeah. They really do. Because then you've just got 11-year-old children trapping ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It is one of the shortest Pokemon in existence. The teacup that Sinisty lives in is... uh, Wait, what? The teacup that Sinisty lives in is a famous piece of antique tableware. Seafoam green in color with gold rims and a lacy pattern that resembles a face. However, there are many forgeries in circulation. What? What is what the fuck is happening? Does the specific does it have to possess this very specific type of teacup? Apparently. And does that mean there can only be a certain amount of sinisty? I don't know. Apparently there's there's antique form sinisty, which has a stamp of authenticity on the bottom of the cup. And then there's phony form. Phony form Sinisty lacks it. The stamp appears as a teal-colored emblem on the bottom inside rim of the cup. 
the swirl pattern on Sinistee's purple body, which I'm guessing that's what's inside the cup, it serves as a weakness. Should Sinistee get stirred, the swirl could disappear and cause it to get dizzy. Sinistee can absorb the life force of anyone who drinks it. While it can wait patiently, that. most of Sinistee's opportunities end up being short as it tastes so bad that it gets spat out immediately. Sinistee inhabits hotels and homes. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, this Pokemon is stupid. It's really bad. This dude. is a stupid Pokemon. It's the black tea Pokemon. Oh, God. Or in the Japanese, Yabacha. <laughs> And then it evolves into Poltegeist. Oh, no. When exposed to a cracked pot or a chipped pot, depending on the form. So does it come out of the original teacup and go into the teapot? I, I, I don't know. Because traditionally evolution, like, it just changes forms, right? Yeah. Like, it just, it just, it just fucking transforms. But this one is just like, ugh, this one's giving me a nasty look, Zach. Yeah, it's like, hey. It's like leaning up against the edge of the teapot. It's like, what's up? Well, it's also got like, you know, like its arms up on it. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, single. Hey, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I uh, buy you a uh, me? Oh, my God. is made of, apparently is made of black tea. Like, this is actually, it's not just a ghost anymore. It's just tea. It's just tea. Okay. Uh, Poltegeist inhabits a large yellow, uh, excuse me, a large white teapot with cracks and holes on it, exposing parts of the body. The teapot has a yellow handle as well as yellow accents on the cover and bottom. Uh, it also has an antique form and a phony form. The black tea that composes Poltegeist's body has a distinctly delicious flavor, but can cause strong chills when swallowed and may also induce indigestion, stomach aches, and even death if drunk in excess. Because you're drinking a thing. You're drinking a Pokemon. I didn't think I'd have to say this, but hey, gang, don't drink the Pokemon. Don't drink the Pokemon. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Only a trainer it trusts is allowed to drink its tea. What the fuck? Why would you want to? I don't know. There are gourmets who drink Poltegeist's tea every day, showing no fear of its side effects. Oh, God. They live you in hotels. This reminds me yeah. of, um, remember the Astiff movies? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie? And there's the one with the muffin that's like, Hey Joey, you like a muffin? Oh no, I'm 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 really full. But I but I want to die. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the vibe I'm getting from this. It just walks up and goes, "Drink me, drink me, daddy." Oh God, <laughs> daddy. Oh no. I drink me, please. Apparently, a poltergeist's personality is dependent on what type of tea it possesses. So does that mean like? A chai poltegeist is like really sassy, or like a green tea poltegeist is like real mellow. What about like a jasmine tea? Mm. Very wise, very knowledgeable. Always giving you. We are experiencing some technical difficulties. We will be right back. 
Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah, but I think is it is it work, Lawrence? I, is I, it, do you got us, Lawrence? Are we good? You good over there? Is everything green? Oh, everything's green. There we are. We're Jesus seeing the Smurfs. Yeah, yeah, God, we are hoisted by our own Ethernet cables. There. I, I think, I think like a missing no got into our system or something. Fucking fuck. Like we pissed off a Pokemon ghost. Yeah, well, you know what? We were talking a lot of shit about a Pokemon ghost when this <laughs> happened. So, someone spilled a synesty on the Ethernet port. Yeah, yeah, and and then it haunted us. He's like, "That's what you get for talking shit." Uh, so anyway, yeah, some things went sideways, gang. We're real sorry. We're real. It was a rough one. A lot's happened in the interim, but you know what? We're back to finish this fucking episode because God, it needs to happen. We're back, and I th- just in time for an ad. Time for an ad break. Just- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, I know. Uh, Lawrence, I know it's your first time in the booth. There's a big button. It's a blue button that says ad break. Yeah, just hit it. It'll cue everything. Just hit the bl- no the blue button. I think he's colorblind, Griff. Oh shit. Uh, the one that says ad break. It's, but if you, yeah, it's one of those things that's got like a color and a color, like that the the wording's in a different color, oh, so it's shit. hard to differentiate the colors. Yeah. Um, the triangular button. It yeah, was, that right. that one. Okay. <laughs> Why is the button a triangle? I don't know. Did we say it was a circle moments ago? Probably, but <laughs> ah, fuck here it. we are. Fuck it. It's triangular now. It's, it's our world. <laughs> Ad break. Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount arcana warehouse and layaway. Your one-stop shop for all your discount spell component and arcane item needs. We understand the best spells cost an arm and a leg, but Shifty Mercutio's, they only cost a finger. That's <laughs> just kidding. Sorta. Anyway, our shelves are stuffed to the brim with a premier line of locally resourced spell components, gently used magical foci, and a bunch of dusty books. What's in them? I don't know. Only one way to find out. You sword swingers tired of reaching for that rinky-dink crossbow every time something with wings shows up? Well, that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every magical what's it in the shop will work almost every time. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, then take it from some of these savvy shoppers who definitely didn't get duped. My party's fighter now has to spend even longer waiting for resurrection. Thanks to Shifty Mercutio's knockoff diamonds. Never shopping here again. I thought I struck a great deal with this wand that was said to have been found on the body of a great wizard. The proprietor neglected to say that the wizard was still alive. I'm now down one wand and 100 gold. Fuck directly off. I went in to buy a component pouch for spells. The pouch was just full of weed. Three out of five. Brings tears to the eye. So, if you're in the market for half the spell components you need at half the price, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get? Don't throw a fit.
The triangle button sets it on a delay. That's what it does. Yeah. Cool. There you so go. we can goof about the triangle button. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Gives us, gives us a couple seconds yeah. <laughs> to vamp out. Um, okay. Uh-huh. So the sixth one we have, um, I'm not, um, <laughs> like, I know it's going to suck. Yeah. Like, can I, I, I preemptively, like, I know we've picked a lot and sometimes, like, we change our minds. This one's going to fucking suck, Griff. It's not my favorite. So this I'll is, say that. This yeah, this is Impidimp. Uh-huh. It's the wily Pokemon. Uh, so wily. So this looks like a little devil guy. Kinda. But like a cartoon devil guy. Like it should be like something like haunting Bugs Bunny. <laughs> but like it's like the whole thing of like that the bit of like, you know, like a demon who takes themselves really seriously, but like they're both not intimidating and not good at it. Yeah. 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 And that's the vibe I'm getting from yeah, this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's read on, shall we? Sure. Impidip is a small fuchsia Pokemon with a large head, small body, and wirely, wiry, wiry, wiry limbs. Its hands have three fingers each, while, uh, uh, yeah, has three fingers each, while its feet don't have digits. Those are just its little flat pancake feet. Yeah, just look at those little pancakes. Uh, its face has a purple mask. Prominent pointed ears, large eyes with small pupils, a long nose, and a single nostril. Oh. What? It does. It just it's has... It's only got one nostril. It's There's just a single sort of teardrop-shaped hole under its pointed on it, nose. On its nose. Huh. And a fanged mouth. It oh. usually has its purple tongue sticking out. What? The back of its head sports a tuft of hair that resembles a bat wing. <laughs> and its evolved forms are male-only species. This one's a male-only species. Yeah. How do they reproduce? Asexually. Or, you know what? Maybe sexually. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Impidip is a mischievous Pokemon that loves to sneak into people's houses to steal things <laughs> and generally be a nuisance to their occupants. Impidip is a mischievous Pokemon that likes to do crime. <laughs> this allows it to feed on negative emotions that it causes, sucking them through its nose. No! What? This just, this just does a line of some dude's <laughs> depression. Oh. Wait one second, that's the stuff. Oh no. My, oh god, my, that's the stuff. My, I my family's heirloom watch that's been in our family for 19 generations, yeah, stolen Griff, by an impotent. What, 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 what I did that bit, I did, you know, the classic, like, you know, Schnort, squeeze yeah. one nostril um, and, you know, do the. Yeah. But it only has the one nostril. It can just go for it. <laughs> it can just go for it. It's ready to it's ready to do a bump 24-7. That's, that's why it only has one nostril. It's evolutionarily aligned to snort. To snort bad emotions up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for centuries, the impotent had to place one finger upon one of its nostrils. <laughs> Now, it doesn't need to waste the time. It could just go for it. It has a vestigial second nostril. Yeah, it's a, it, there's a small concave yeah. place yeah, where, like, the nostril used to be. Right, right, right. It's the equivalent yeah, it's like of a human appendix. 
Well, yeah, that or it's like, you know how like some people theorize that like if people um, like their uh, pinky toes are like super small, that they're more uh, evolved because apparently we don't need our pinky toes. Oh. Um, and apparently we're slowly evolving out our pinky toes. Interesting. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Oh. And or the appendix. Another good. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another good. Holdover. The tonsils. Yeesh. Anyway, where the fuck was I? But not my single nostril. No, not your single nostril. In contrast, (laughs) impotent itself will become irritable if it has no negative emotions to feed on. Hmm. Impotent lives in groups practicing their troublemaking skills on each other. Hi, welcome to me. Uh, what? Stimp, stimp, impadimps, impadimp in school. Oh, this group will teach you how to be the best troublemaker you can be. No one's in attendance because they're all playing truant. <laughs> it's like that's the first lesson. Way to go, <laughs> kids! Oh, oh lord, impadimps. All right, so let's see. They are dark fairy type. Yeah, they really were just, like, trying to find an interesting... It's like, they were doing the thing. It's like, what haven't we paired up yet? It's like, what would a dark fairy type look like? It's like, just a little bitch. <laughs> just a rotten uh, just a rotten little bitch. Its abilities, you either get prankster or frisk. I hate it has that. A, and then it has a pickpocket hidden ability. Again, um, more crime. More crime, baby. They made apparently th- uh, three impotent made their main series debut in the Tale of You and Glenwood Tangle. Nice. There's a thing here oh, about apparently uh, they stole someone's backpack. What? And yeah, sure. <laughs> after throwing a bunch of berries at one of the main characters. It looks like that the impidimp seems to be based on a variety of malevolent fairy-like creatures from European folklore, uh, folklore, specifically imps, goblins, and gremlins. Its habit of sneaking into homes and causing mischief could be a reference to the bog art. In addition, it could be an allusion to the Lincoln Imp, a grotesque statue in Lincoln Cathedral. Interesting. And you're right, yeah. Impidim's red coloration on some of its skin, bat wing-like hair, pointed ears, and predilection for torment may also suggest a partial inspiration from the pop culture depiction of a little devil figure or demon. Look at me. He's a little um, imp. And then it's got two evolved forms. First one is Morgram. Morgram, which what just fuck? just looks like an emo kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. How do I want to say this? It looks like an emo kid wearing, like, waiters. <laughs> this thing, um... It raided the fucking closet in the in the drama department at high school. Th- this looks like uh, if uh, Trip Pants fucked uh, Animal from <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> Sorry, from the Muppets. I was trying to make a trip pants goof. I'm glad you found one. I got there first. Yes. <laughs> this thing oh, just man. looks like shitty emo kid. Oh, yeah. God. All right. Morgrem is a somewhat humanoid Pokemon with magenta upper body somewhat. and light green lower body divided by a zigzag line. It has long, lanky arms with hands that have three sharp fingers and round feet that have three toes. It evolved oh, it toes. Has- it evolved toes. It grew some toes. 
Just like its pre-evolution, Morgrim has pr uh, prominently large ears and eyes, long white fangs, a purple tongue, and an upturned nose with a single nostril. I really hope the next evolved form has a second nostril. However, Morgrim's pupils are red instead of black, and its Ooh. nose is longer. <laughs> Morgrim has long black hair with a bang that covers its left eye. Yeah, it sure does. The end of the hair is shaped like a pole arm. What? What? I guess. Oh, yeah. It's the hair coming off the back. It's a hair braid. I thought it... it... <laughs> <laughs> no, that was quite bad. You, de you I deserve oh. that face palm. Yeah. Oh, no. Not a hair braid. You didn't like that? Oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was no, pretty it was good. bad. It was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Morgrim lacks confidence in its physical strength, oh. so it makes up for it with cunning and dirty tactics. It feigns surrender by going down on all forms to lure, uh, lure in its opponents before it stabs them with its hair. Oh my god! It tends to lure people into the woods where it lives. Like Impidimp, Morgrim feeds on negative emotions. Some people believe the Morgrim has the ability... What? What? Wait. Some people believe that Morgan has the ability to make crops grow? What the fuck? Where did this come from? Morgrim is very popular with people who have gloomy thoughts. Oh, God. Morgrim and its evolutionary relatives are male-only species. Oh, my God. There is a move that Morgrim has called False Surrender. That it's that it's it's lay down and stab you with its hair move. That's ridiculous. All right, and then it, it evolves then to Grim Snarl. Grim, uh, is that? It got uh, real hairy. It got real hairy. It got really hairy. It looks like a like a a carnival barker that raided a spirit Halloween. Um, it looks like if, um, Chewbacca and, uh -huh. I don't know, something, I don't know, I lost a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like just, just a little, just a, a nasty little guy. It does. It looks like a, like a shag rug fucked a loser. <laughs> You look like a carpet fucking nerd. The nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grimstarl is a green-skinned humanoid Pokemon, mostly covered in long, dark purple hair, except for parts of its face, its abdomen, its feet, and a small red patch on its chest for some reason. <laughs> Most of its hair wraps around its body, except for a lock on each side of its face, a few spikes raised on its shoulders, and some locks draping from beneath its legs resembling a cape. While being bulkier than its pre-evolutions, Grimmsnarl is more slender than it appears to be, with its hair giving the appearance of a muscular oh body. Oh my god. Oh, so it's just a loser in a muscle suit. Yeah. Grimmsnarl's hair works like muscle fibers and helps enhance its strength. I'm sorry? That's not how that's not how hair work. <laughs> Grimmsnarl uh, is able to make its uh, move its hair and uses them to ensnare opponents in a tentacle-like fashion. Jesus. By using its hair in this way, Grimstarl is powerful enough to overwhelm Machamp. 
Oh, Machamp, you mean the super strong, four-armed, cool fighting type one? Yeah, apparently it can. it's strong enough to overwhelm it. Bullshit. Like its pre-evolutions, Grimmsnarl has tall, long, crescent-shaped ears with red insides, as well as a long, sharp, upturned nose with a single long red nostril. No! The nostril yeah. just got bigger! It has a blue tongue and six teeth protruding from its mouth, two pairs of flat front teeth on each jaw, and a pair of sharp fangs on its upper jaw. It has white eyes with red irises, black pupils, and gray eyelids. Its face ends in a small pointy chin. Grimsnarl, uh, Grimmsnarl's hands and feet have three pointed digits each. Grimmsnarl and its pre-evolutions are melanin species. It lives in forest and retains the troublemaking behavior of its three <laughs> evolved forms. Cool. While in its Gigantamax form, I don't, it I don't think we need taller. to get into the Gigantamax uh, form. Yeah, the Gigantamax form looks bad. It looks kind of sexy. Okay, right? not like, not like I'm not attracted to it, but like the form of the body. Is it, that it, is takes, it the legs? It's kind of the gams, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like. Like, there's no heel there, but the way the foot is shaped makes it would look like it would be standing on, like, a high-heeled sort of shoe. Yeah. It's got very curved, curved like, muscular legs. Mm. Legs for days. Is that is that what does it for curve? I mean... Reflect legs? One of many things, yeah. Nice. As established in a recent episode, I am a nasty boy. You are a nasty boy. I don't find Grim Snarl attractive. I want to be very I don't clear know, about that. You said it was sexy. I said it's shaped in a sexy way. Okay. There are. Se- back, I'm gonna. Back hey, all you hey, want. I'll put. I'll put the own nail in my coffin by saying I think there are sexier Pokemon. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Incineroar, please. <laughs> Impadimp, more like Gimpadimp. There we go. There we go. Uh oh. Zach is looking at me judgmentally. Moving on. Did you not like that? <laughs> no, I really did. And that's the problem. That's the problem we're facing Wait, here hang today. on, hang on, hang on. Gimpadimp or Impagimp? I think it's got to be Impagimp, probably. I think it's the winner. The winner I see. Of the- I'm, I'm, I said it at first, leaning Impagimp, but I kind of like Gimpadimp. Gimpadimp. That's, that feels worse. Which More like Gimpasimp, am I right? <laughs> Simpagimp. There you go. No, no, no. It wouldn't be. I, you don't Simpagimp. The Gimp's no, the you would, you would Gimp. No, you would Gimp the Simp. Yeah, yeah. Gimp, Gimp a Simp. Yeah, that's a new, um, new pet shop there. Oh no! Oh no! Do you have internet simps that just need to be gimped? (laughs) Call call (laughs) gimps. Oh, what the fuck have we done? Now we're both being nasty boys today. Move on, Zach. I'm always a nasty boy. You know me. Oh Lord. What we got? What we got? Oh fuck! I don't even know. I'm too. I'm still too caught up on campus. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Last creature. Yes. This is more Pico. Every fucking generation does this, Zach. They, where they they're like, have... "Here's the Pikachu of this one," <laughs> but they're all bad. Well, Do- this one is kind of real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's always, like, an electric mouse. 
Is this an electric mouse? It is an electric mouse. Oh, oh it's, an, it's an electric it's, dark mouse. It's an electric dark mouse Pokemon. Gross. Uh, like there was, you know, there was the Pichu in Gen Two, which was fine. Yeah, that's just Baby Pikachu. Yeah. That's great. And then you had Plusle and Minion. Yes, which are are bleh. Uh, Gen Four, I think, had Imogula. I don't know. There's some like flying squirrel, electric oh, cheeked I I Pokemon. Know what you're about. Yeah. There was Mimikyu at some point. Which like oh yeah, it was like the weird like it was kind of like Pikachu, but it's like looks like a ghost, yeah. And now apparently there's more Pico. More Pico is an electric dark Pokemon. I need less Pico. I, <laughs> I need absolutely fewer Pico. Um, it looks it's got that sort of rotund, like you know, Chunky it looks mouse. it looks like a it looks like a hot pocket. <laughs> you're not wrong it's got the ears it's like brown on one side black on the other it's got the fucking pink pikachu cheeks but then it also like looks like it has pockets yeah kind of look at its hand it's got like it's like yeah. reaching into a, like a pouch like a kangaroo pouch but it's on its hip yeah it's got two hip pockets while it's not known to evolve into any other Pokemon, Morpico can change forms with its Hunger Switch ability. Yeah, it's got the two the two modes. When Morpico enters a battle for the first time, it is in full belly mode. And then at the end of each turn, Morpico changes forms while in hangry mode. It oh, has, it's it's either an electric or a dark type. Well, I think I think it has a has a special move called Aura Wheel, and I think the typing of the move changes based on what form it's in. Gotcha. Anyway, Morpico. Oh, gotcha. Morpico is a short, chubby rodent Pokemon who can change forms via its signature Hunger Switch ability, which alters its appearance. The features shared between the two forms are short stubby arms and feet, a pair of pink circular cheek pouches, a very tiny nose, two almond-shaped ears with a single fur tuft under each, and a primary body color separating two areas of fur which cover the arms, ears, cheeks, and eyes, a zigzag inward toward its face, stopping at the waistline. These fur patches form pockets it can store seeds in. On the back of its body is a pattern resembling a Pikachu's tail that extends from the bottom half of its fur. In full belly mode, its body is a creamy yellow in color. Its eyes are circular and black with large pupils, uh, large white pupils. The fur on the left side of its body is black, and on the right side it is brown. A single buck tooth can be seen protruding from its smiling mouth. While it is in hangry mode... Morpico's primary body color turns purple, and the eyes become downward slanting red semicircles. Mm. It gets the angry eyes. <sighs> and its right hand patch of fur turns from brown to black so that it matches the other side. Its mouth is also constantly formed into an angry snarl. <sighs> yeah, like that. The the full belly mode, especially with like the single buck tooth, like like it, it, the picture that we have here, it's got this like just sort of like dead smile where it's just kind of like, yeah, kinda. Hi, how's it going? Hey. You doing okay? Hey, it's good to meet you. <laughs> Hi. I'm just a little guy. Just a little guy, and then <laughs> I'm just a little guy, and then 
hangry Morpico looks like it's about to commit war crimes. Yes. Uh, big switch where instead it goes, you know, from like, so, like, you know, like, you know, hollers of West Virginia, like, hey, how's it going? You okay? To like, hey, you motherfucker, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I like Appalachian Morpico. This is very good. Yeah. Morpico um, carries around berry seeds that have been electrically roasted in its pockets. Sure. Okay. Why the fuck not, Pokemon? It treats you want the seeds. Some roasted seeds? <laughs> I got some. <laughs> That's the ring we want. <laughs> it treats the seeds with care as if they were precious treasures until it eats them as a snack. Morpico generates electricity within its cheek sacs. This process consumes a lot of energy, causing it to become hungry no matter how much it eats. By experiencing prolonged hunger, the hormones in Morpico shift in balance and its fur color changes. As a result of intense hunger, Morpico becomes aggressive, driven into committing all kinds of evil deeds and enacting extreme violence until its hunger is satisfied. Dang. The energy within the cheeks. Wait, wait, wait. The energy within its cheeks also changes from electric type to dark type. What does that mean? Because generating electrical energy is something I can understand. A, a generating dark energy is something I do not understand. The darkness swells in my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me want to do something terrible. Like. Poison the water supply. No, Morpico, that's horrible. Ah, no. <laughs> I ran out of Pharisees. <laughs> I gotta commit extreme atrocities against Pokemon kind. Well, okay, well, here's some food. Okay, that's not so bad. Oh, dude. hell yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, man. I just love everybody. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I mean, literally, like, like hangry is a thing. It is. Hangry is really a thing. In my family, mm -hmm. like, we've, so my, my family, we've been on, like, multitude of camping trips, right? Yeah. And we always have a little tow-along camper, and there's always a process of, like, backing the camper into the campsite. Yeah. And my dad always, like, shoulders this responsibility, and then we all just, like, go off to the side. Because it's at the end of a drive, and my dad is hangry. And so we are preparing snacks so that when he is done, he can <laughs> he can wander over to the campsite and have some snacks and feel better. And we do not talk to him when he's backing while, up the camper the because he will just be grouchy because he's at the end of a long car trip and he is hangry. Hey, uh, Mark, you're a real one, bud. <laughs> hey, at least you know, like you know. Yep. And there is you a have the process. Yeah. The system is in place. So I can understand Morpico's um, hangry desires. Yeah. Um, however, my father is also not one that I would say commits all kinds of evil deeds or extreme violence. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. So, Morpico, you could afford to take it down a notch. Yeah, hey, hey, we need a less, that little less Pico. We need less Pico. Yeah. <laughs> More Pico, you're fine. Less Pico, we need less Pico. <laughs> like, more Pico shouldn't exist. 
No, not at all. They were literally like they said. Someone said out loud in a writers' room, "We need more Pico. We need more Pico." And, and someone was uh, like, "What someone, do you mean Pico? We don't ha- we don't have a Pokemon called Pico." I mean like, oh, you mean like a like a Pikachu, like more Pico, Pika? And it's like, no, more Pico. More Pico. No, more Pico. Okay. One word, more Pico. You're really pissing me off. Do you need a snack? More Pico. You're getting really hangry, right? Oh. Well, that's a part of more Pico. Oh. Write that down. <laughs> Stupid. The duality of more, the, more Pico. The duality of Pico. Oh, God. No, I'm reading the the, the, the origin section here on the on Bulbapedia, good old Bulbapedia. Mm. It says the fact that it is known as the two-sided Pokemon and can change into two forms, one of which is violent and evil, may be a reference to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's a bit of a stretch, gang. It's a bit of a stretch, but also, like, I get it, I, I guess. I get it. Oh, Lord. What do you think? Uh, what are some other fun treats that you think more keep more Pico could keep in his pockets? Um, especially if they get roasted while in there. Um, mm-hmm. put like some popcorn kernels in there. Ooh, that's a good one. And then they, and then they would. Yeah. If, well, once you feel your po- your pockets sort of poof, mm-hmm. there you go, snack. Like a like a toaster strudel. Oh, like a Pop-Tart? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, one pocket would have the toaster strudel, and the other half would have the little, like, the the icing packet. (laughs) The icing packet. So that gets nice and toasty. Yeah, there you go. I did not fuck with toaster strudel as a a child. Uh, You want to hear a a fun story? Always. So, you know, my uh, my two best friends growing up, Joe Uh and Jacob, they Uh were, you know, groomsmen at my wedding, and we spent time with them. Yeah. Um, We would often Happy anniversary, by the way, Zach. Oh, hey, thanks, bud. It's my anniversary today. Yeah. Um, we would often be at my friend Joe's grandma's house. Like, you know, it was always like just nice and quiet over there. She had a bunch of movies. She was super nice. We'd play Sequence with her. Um, if you've ever played Sequence, it's a very fun card game. I don't think so. Um, yeah, you had two two card decks, and there's a board, and you put chips on, like, the cards, and you got to, like, essentially make, like, a five-point bingo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Anyway, uh, but we'd always be over there, and... Um, she would always have toaster strudel mm-hmm. for us. It was like a whole thing, and so we'd come over. We you know we'd get into the strudel, and she <laughs> she had a saying though. She'd be like, "Remember, boys, one cannot live on strudel alone." <laughs> and then we'd, th- we'd be like, "Thanks, Grandma Pat." <laughs> <laughs> what sage wisdom? Yeah, one cannot live on strudel alone. Remember, boys. <laughs> It's like, you're right, Grandma Pat. You're right. <laughs> One cannot live on strudel alone. It, 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 look, that's good advice for anybody. Yeah. So, Thank, boom. Thanks, Grandma Pat. Thanks, Grandma Pat. She she could have used a little more Pico. Yeah. A little more Pico. A little more Pico. No, it's nothing. Mm-mm, mm-mm, were, you, were you going down Lou Bega's mo- a seminal classic Mambo number five with this? Nope, sure wasn't. Oh man! Please cut around that, Griffin. No, don't, Griff. <laughs> leave it in. You have to leave it in. <laughs> we're well, doing that thing you do, where you make a funny enough reaction out of it that I have to keep it in for your reaction. Because we could yeah. just, we could just zip by the moment, but instead you decided to go all, all squeaky on me, and that's funny. <laughs> And so now I have to leave it in, you shit heel. 
I love you. Zach, that's a, that's a little less. We need a little less Pico from A you. little less Pico from me. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, more Pico. Bad Pokemon. Bad, shitty Pokemon. Bad Pokemon, guys. Applin, shitty Pokemon. Sinistee, Sinistee shitty, shitty Pokemon. Impidimp. Sorry, Gimpasimp. Impidimp, bad Pokemon. Gimpasimp, great Great business. Yeah, great idea. Uh, more Pico. We need much, much less Pico. For fewer, much fewer, less Pico. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. But yeah, gang, um, there's there it is. Four very shitty Pokemon from what was this? Gen fucking nine? Uh, gen eight. Uh, gen what eight. Gen are we in? We're in Gen eight. We're in Gen eight. Gen eight. Not standing real strong. I gotta say, you guys. No. Like there, there have been some bad Pokemon in the past. Gen eight. I'm not super proud of it. No, it's been uh, it's been uh, it's been rough. It's been it's been rough. You know, it's only one more gen before we're we're caught up to the modern day. Oh fuck, are you serious? Yeah, Scarlet Violet. I thought they're up to what thirteen? Nah, dog. Scarlet Violet's Gen Nine. That's the. I, I see think. a thing right here. That, oh, that's eight. Fucking Roman numerals. I saw V I I I. That would be X I I I. It would be. Fuck. Fuck. All right. All right. Well, then, yeah, we only have a couple more. Yeah. And then uh, maybe we can go back and we can do some new. Um, we could do From some the beginning. We could just go back to the beginning and either do like shitty Pokemon round two, shittier Pokemon, or like uh, like actually talk about some good Pokemon for a change. Some, yeah. If I can talk about Octillery, I'm going to. So. <laughs> I didn't fucking we, love Octillery. Didn't we shit on Remoraid, though? I think we shit. I'm on pretty Remoraid. sure we shit on Remoraid. We, we did. Like, we did. We did shit on Remoraid. Yeah, no, no, no. I love Octillery because Ellie's been listening to the to the backlog and was like, "It's like, yeah, it's a fish that looks like a gun." And she <laughs> looked it up and was like, "It doesn't. It does kind of look like a gun." <laughs> <laughs> I do love Octillery though. Octillery is pretty good. Anyway, uh, folks, thanks so much for listening. Uh, it's been lovely having you here. I've been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day. It's all about love, baby. It's all about love, baby. <laughs> it's all about love. Woo. That's it. It's all about love, baby. No. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all for listening to episode 113 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Carlin, Joel, and Patrick, for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, if you don't gimp your simp, then your simp might limp onto a blimp and crash into a wimpy shrimp. And you can't have that. Bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.